Welcome to Money River News This Week, furnished by Harvey's. I'm Bob Goff. Quincy Mayor Mike Trope is my guest today, and we have a lot of things to discuss. Good afternoon, sir. Good to see you, Bob. First thing I want to talk about is uh, something that's going to be coming up uh, next uh, week on Thursday, September 1st, the open house on the uh, the plan to take uh, Illinois 57 and make it four, run four lanes all the way from Broadway to Interstate 72. Now, I'm old enough to remember that when I grew up and would come over to Quincy from Missouri, that was pretty much the way we came in, through Hannibal, Hall, the whole two-lane. Through Ugh. McCall? Yeah. Or not McCall, not sorry. McCall, no. Hall. Uh, yeah. Came through Hall. Right. And then so we'd come back through there, and it was just that old winding two-lane road. Um, of course, you know, we now had the, the interchanges there, and that helps a lot. But still, you still don't like getting stuck behind farm equipment there right around Marblehead. That's always a pain. So. Right. The plan's going to, right, right now, the plan's roughly going to cost about $75 million. Um, and you and the other people working on this, we've got IDOT here. So obviously, some conversations are already underway. Yeah, IDOT's coming next Thursday, September 1st, open house. Everyone should try to go there. The atrium's got a great setup. They can uh, clearly allow everybody that wants to go, you know, to be there. The more, the merrier. There, there can't be too many people that shows shows up for that event. It, it's the there's three plans going to be presented. The plan that we like the most is their seventy five million dollar plan, but it's four lane really from Broadway. Uh, before it, it will stop somewhere before Marblehead. It it does include a bypass around Marblehead, and then it's really like three lanes. So the middle lane would be a passing lane at different sections. Uh, we couldn't get the IDOT to agree to four lane all the way to the bypass. Okay. We did try that. Uh, they didn't, but we need more than wide, you know, wider shoulders for the two lanes we have. Uh, but no matter what you are, if you're uh, agricultural and you bring grain in at harvest time to ADM's facilities, you should be there to talk about the benefit of having better roads there. If you are working in the caves or you're working at Kohl's or you're working at one of the other South Business uh, companies, you should be there to give your opinion uh, for the safety and you know how that transportation can only be improved. Uh, if you travel back and forth to Missouri, this could be a time saver for people to get across the river, or for the people from Missouri coming into uh, Quincy, I see. Um, I, I see the logic. I see IDOT's logic a bit about not having four lanes because you've got a lot of prime farmland there that would have to be gobbled up, and then of course you'd have to have bridges to go over the floodplain. So I kind of see how they might want to you know, reconfigure the plan a bit with the three lanes and then dealing with Marblehead and then widening it after that. So that kind of does does make sense. But I think what, what you talked about is the amount of truck traffic that has always been on that road, especially during harvest season, okay. when, you know, ADM is just rocking and the soybean fumes are flowing. And yep. it's, you know, I, and that, that can be a real cluster all yep. through there. And so this is something that is you know, we've had a lot of other highway issues over the years, obviously, but this is something that, that could really help a lot. Yeah, and part of that $75 million plan will also take our 3rd and 4th Street and make them two-way two two way. Mm -hmm. instead of just one way in each direction, which will help us with the downtown traffic flow. Uh, also getting ready for the new bridge 
replacing the Memorial Bridge, that will play into it in a favorable light. But, uh, you know, our underground warehouses and the caves, they're expanding. Uh, they're making more warehouses, so there's only going to be more traffic there. Coles with their new distribution center mm -hmm. set up off of Illinois 57, they continue to expand and grow, uh, which means more truck traffic, more car traffic, uh, and every other business down there. Prince Agriculture. Nutrien's ADM, got a bulk Nutri fertilizer plant down there. Right. So, yeah. So it's there's just a lot of activity, and it's only going to continue to grow. Um, and, and you mentioned the the new bridge as well. When you look at the new bridge and you look at this plan, that's that's hundreds of millions of dollars that our area needs in order to really reconfigure our western gateway and our southern gateway. Um, I'm sure you're in conversations with our local state reps on how to facilitate the importance of this plan to Springfield. Yes, absolutely. And um, yeah, so it, it's no doubt about it. Both Jill uh, uh, Tracy and Randy Freeze are well aware of the need. Uh, I would expect that they, if they're in town, which I think they will be that week, uh, I expect to see them at this open house as well. The other thing that helps is if uh, if IDOT is truly looking at this on its merits, much as they did with the 6th Street plan, which we'll talk about, from what I understand in doing a little bit of research and talking to some people about it, this, this project scores pretty well on the IDOT indexes. Yes. Yeah. No, it absolutely does. The uh, Again, the traffic, the uh, condition of the roadway, the safety issues, all those add points. So there's definitely a need to make some improvements. I think by having public input and a large showing of people from this Quincy region to show up uh, September 1st is going to help solidify that the community is behind making these changes. Well, we certainly plan on covering it. We think it's a definitely an important event. Again, that's Thursday, September 1st, 4 to 6 at the Atrium, uh, right here in uh, downtown Quincy. While we're talking about downtown Quincy, I briefly mentioned 6th Street. That was also some good news, uh, $2.4 million. Of course, the, Quint the city's putting in some matching money as well. I know that made uh, the people who've been investing in this uh, <laughs> just outside our door for a while, made them pretty happy. Absolutely. It's uh, been talked about a long time. Uh, we had another grant that we requested earlier uh, that was rejected. Uh, this one came up shortly thereafter. Uh, we were encouraged to apply for it. We did. And uh, what, a week or so ago, we received the news that we were approved. So $2.4 million will go a long way. Uh, this would be, we were going to have to break it up to do Maine to Hampshire and then Hampshire to Vermont two different years. Uh, we believe uh, as we get all the final paperwork related to this grant that we'll be able to do the full two blocks all in one construction season. Um, and, and in dealing with downtown issues, we've, we've also had a bit of a flare-up with a couple of uh, you know instances with some shootings and things. Now granted these happened at 2 30 in the morning and you know mom and dad always say Nothing good happens after midnight. But, I mean, you know, in light of these, are these some conversations you have when you're having your meetings with, uh, with Chief Yates to talk about, hey, let's, let's just make sure that, uh, you know, just see this isn't some sort of, this is a, if this is a blip, is this a, 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 something like a precurring, something that continues to be happening? What, uh, what kind of things you think uh, we can look at just to, so people don't get scared to come downtown at yeah. night? Well, we don't think there's a trend that this is, you know, the gun violence is 
really going to be a significant issue anywhere in Quincy or Adams County. Uh, I think it just happened to be a couple bad decisions on one 24-hour time period. Mm -hmm. The police are still investigating uh, the issues. We need any of the witnesses, people that were around there to come forward and share the information. And uh, we, we know the people that are involved. So it's not like somebody is out and we can't find them that created the or participated in the crime. Uh, so we've got everybody uh, you know, under a watchful eye and uh, trying to finalize the investigation. Um, another thing uh, that you've got a, uh, on a council coming up Monday night, uh, aldermen are going to have the uh, vote on uh, recycling. What are, what are they hearing? Uh, what are you guys talking about leading up to this vote? Yeah, it's the, the first presentation. The ordinance would actually need three readings. Oh, so it's not, not a vote this week. This is Correct. just first reading. Okay. Yeah, so we've got a couple different events for Monday to present that. But we're faced to, to continue the recycling as is curbside. We would need to invest uh, a little over $900,000, $930,000 to buy three newer recycling trucks. Uh, a lot of the taxpayers think we would be better spending the taxpayers' money on roads or sidewalks or alleys. Yeah. Uh, I tend to agree with them. And so we came up with another alternative. Instead of continuing with a curbside recycling, we will go to a, three different locations where people can drop off. If you want to drop off recycling daily, or you want to drop off monthly or weekly, whatever you want to do, uh, we're looking that that would be available dawn to dusk uh, whenever people wanted to drop their recycling off. So we clearly like the idea of recycling, would like to encourage people to do it. When we went, when the city went to pay or charge $5 a month for the service, half of our recycling customers dropped off. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people said, we don't want to pay more for this. Uh, we've had public meetings, we've talked to people. Uh, they're like, look, we agree. We don't think that's the best use of almost a million dollars to buy more recycling trucks. The other advantage that we can get out of this is the staff that's been assigned to recycling now, and they will continue until we do a replacement. Right. We're gonna redeploy them to help with concretes and nuisance and other central service activity. You know, there's only so much concrete we can pour with a three-person crew. Mm -hmm. So if we can put more people on that, uh, we'll be able to get more work done ourselves. Have we, in, in part of the plan, which, uh, you know, we'll obviously be there to report on Monday night. So my current, I have two totes. I, we've been big recycling proponents at our house for years. Will we just been able to keep our totes and then fill them up with our stuff and take them to the site? Yes. Is that the plan? Yeah, there, the city has no need for the totes. <laughs> yeah, you don't want uh, to all those back on yeah, you. Yeah, you know, you get to keep where they are. They're going to be a good... Uh, you keep throwing them, yeah. uh, you're recycling as you are accumulating that during the week, and then hop in the car and find the most convenient location to drop them off and go drop it off and start all over. And we've been, uh, we've also had the uh, the tote for our regular garbage we had as soon as the inception, as soon as that program was was started. That stays in place, trash stickers all stay in place because you still got to subsidize the whole program, right? Right. 
all of that would garbage would just continue the way it's been operating. Okay. Well, again, I think uh, as you know, uh, you know, we talked about this many times. With you know, the this has been a subject that people have. You know, I think hearing people show up and forced to discuss because you know when you talk about the cost and the you know you know trying to determine if you know i know there was a time when flat fees were discussed but it's like do you right. want to charge you know your aunt nancy who's got her one bag a week the same as my family with multiple kids four bags a week so that's never been uh, that's never been something that seems to be very palatable but now with this and it seems to be more fair and again i think people do like recycling yes. and those who want to do it i think you know you're, you're giving them a chance to do it not as convenient, yes, but as long as you know you put that thing within you know a couple blocks of my house, I'll be happy. Okay, sure. Well, you don't you don't want it too close to your house. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so there, there work outside with the park district. That'd exactly. be great. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. So, but no, I'm, uh, again, I think that's, uh, you know, trying to just uh, develop and, and to keep things going. And again, you have a lot of, a lot of momentum, get it, get a momentum coming. And, uh, you know, of course, everybody's still, you're still living off the target afterglow, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That project is going, coming along well. Uh, there's other construction around town. Sure. On, and on Broadway, other developers. Uh, Tom Marks is looking at a couple other new buildings that he's Great. looking at putting up on Broadway. The, the Kmart building being renovated is well underway, and uh, they are confident they're going to make the May 1st, 2023 opening. So, uh, so far, everything's going well. Last question, the most important one. Have you ridden in the pothole truck yet? I have not ridden in the <laughs> pothole truck, no. But, uh, I, and I'm due out to go back to Central Services. I made a a promise that I was going to ride with garbage recycling last year. Uh -huh. I did not do that. Uh, the schedule got a little too busy. Uh, I just need to make that a priority, pick a week, and at least go spend an hour uh, out there with with those crews. But that brand new pothole truck is up and running, right? Yes, it is. Good. Well, that's that's yeah, been the complaint. You when you see it on your block, you you can't miss it. And you and again, you can't use it on Broadway, though, right? Yeah, Broadway's a state road. Uh, so unfortunately, you won't see our pothole truck uh, filling any of those uh, thousand potholes that we have on Broadway. Uh, <laughs> Tell them they have, called, they have to call Jill or Randy for that. Well, and we've talked to uh, the state. Every time we talk to IDOT, they will verify that we bring up Broadway every conversation. We I'll can. bet it is. So, well, appreciate your time, and we'll see you next week at the open house. Thank you. That's Mayor Mike Trope. I'm Bob Goff, and thank you for watching Muddy River News this week, furnished by Harvey's. Have a great week.